Blog Talk Radio. Oh, oh, yeah. You just know oh. they gonna get emotional yeah. when they hear this. Catching feelings and shit. Yeah. Here we go. I think I'm Malcolm X, Matt Turner, put in work. Hallelujah. One nation, black or more. Real revolutionary nigga, we at war. I think I'm Malcolm X, Nat Turner. I put in work. Hallelujah. One nation, black or more. Real revolutionary nigga, we at war. I got a Russian maid, AK-47. And if a pig tempt me, I squeeze till it's empty. They shot Ayana. I'ma do Diallo and Sean Bell. That's why we shoot hollows through that body armor. Leave that body traumatized. Just another one, eight, seven homicide. I'm in the courthouse, standing on my square money. Got the case closed, I don't need no bail money. You fat ass rappers eat too much meat. Put in work for five minutes, now they can't breathe. They out of shape. Cause they love liquor Smoke piff all day They some dumb niggas I think I'm Malcolm X Matt Turner Put in work Hallelujah One nation Black or more Real revolutionary nigga We at war I think I'm Malcolm X Matt Turner I put in work Hallelujah One nation Black or more Real revolutionary nigga, we at war. You mo- peace, peace, peace to the family. It's a special guest tonight. I'm Pooh. Waiting for my co-host to get in. Uh, I think Blue Pill, you here? You here? Peace. Peace to you and your people. Point live to you. What's good to the family? Blue Pill in the building, no less radio. You are now rocking with the best. Big ups to my co-host Blue. brother and Pooh. You know what I'm saying? We're a few well, minutes late, but we always on time. You dig? Yes, sir. Yeah. So what, what, what's have... good, man? What's, what, what, what's good? Oh, man, brother. Very, very active cycle. You know what I'm saying? A very oh, active wow. cycle. Uh, me, myself, I'm very, I've been very busy. You know what I mean? Trying to put, <clears throat> not trying Attempting to put all of my pieces in place for this very, mm-hmm. very celestial event coming up on Sunday, 7-11, which is shaping up to be way more than we ever thought it could be, you know what I'm saying, by proxy of the great divine speaker, the science. Right. What do you mean, Brother Bupil? I mean that not only are we on the cusp, dealing with the 7-Eleven thing and it being, sim, you know, symbolic of a Moorish Renaissance. But you got Spain playing Germany the same day. I mean, come on now. Yeah, yeah. So the reality of it is that this game is being played in Africa, the dark continent, right, on the anniversary of the year of when those very Africans went into Spain to civilize Europe. But you're going to have a bunch of Africans with either Spain or Germany jerseys on, fueling these teams. Like, you know, proving for the lesser of two evils, 
totally mm-hmm. going against all moral structure of their ancestors. Now I know niggas is like, God damn, y'all find something wrong with everything, huh? <laughs> but, you know, I can't help but point out that that uh that symbolism, that synchronicity to the symbolism. And again they're playing for a gold trophy that is covered you know, discovering Malachite. Now Malachite is a stone that's normally used to actually generate money and summon ships. Malachite is the very first rock that was given to me by Lester Lovin in 2000, you know what I mean, when I used to have my, um, quote-unquote, uh, the beginning of my encounter cycle. So, you know, I see something over that skyline on Sunday. But nonetheless, you know, I just want people to be mindful of what they're energizing and charging up. Because where I'm at in Brooklyn, um, you know, the quote-unquote West Indians, man, you know, the, the the quote-unquote black Americans are talking about LeBron and everybody else is talking about the World Cup. This is the big to-do. I mean, you would actually think that niggas was getting money off of this shit, the way that they're so engaged with it. But let me not hate, you know, or attempt to come across as if I'm quote-unquote hating because I know that that's people's pastimes and they're engaged in it in the form of entertainment. You know, they told me in a barbershop yesterday, look, man, we need our entertainment. So, you know what I mean? Like Maria Antoinette said, see them cake. I'm going to let you have that, buddy. But we're going to have an abbreviated session tonight because I do have a magnitude of work that needs to be done. Like I said, um, I'm dwindling down in terms of my appearances on these shows. I'm going to do one more next week with my mother because she brought me in, so I'm going to let her bring me out. We're going to do a show on health, bring some more of the sisters on, and then I got to bow out. You feel me? Yeah, no doubt. There's there's a massive amount of work that needs to be done, and we're going to get to it. Absolutely. So, you know, tonight I just want to go through an overview of explaining to people exactly what the celestial energy of 7-Eleven is about. Uh, the streets of Harlem, I'm hearing different things, people saying different things about there being a planetary alignment right now with six or seven planets up there, you know what I'm saying? Um, I want to explain to them the significance of exactly what a solar eclipse is and why it's so pertinent at this particular time because you gave that most necessary and needed report. But being that we did it in the third hour, I don't know if the family, the general audience, got a chance to hear that information. So we want to get this right one last time with the hopes that the family in different parts of the planet could go about to their power centers, whether they be mounds, whether they be Tekken News, whether they be their own crib, their own altars, whether they be the ocean, and join us at this particular time as we are operating as a unified thought to bring forth and pierce the veil of our reality and bring in a new reality because the builders of a new world need to make themselves known and present, not necessarily even to the whole world, but to themselves at least to say, look, I'm in on this. I I, I see what's going on. I know what the assignment is. I'm not trying to convince nobody anymore. Let's just put in that work. Feel me? 
true indeed. You know, that's important that you're dealing with that. You're dealing with you're dealing with what Einstein was trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? That 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 you know, many of our, our great scholars and already hit on. You know what I mean? It was dealing with that unified grand theory. You know, and and you got to understand that you know when you go back to the Kabbalion Hermetic right. philosophy, you got to go right back to you know all is mental. Mental is the first thought. You know, it's the first law. So nothing supersedes right. your thoughts. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? E- even when you're dealing with so-called law or jurisprudence inside of a courtroom, you understand what I'm saying? And this is all based off of a group of people coming down and having the collective conscience to say this is what this is going to be, and this right. is what we want it to be, and this is what we will enforce upon the people. It's your thought. You understand? So right. even, 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 even when you're engaging... You know, even when you're engaging in that scenario, you know what I mean, they're asking you. It's so funny in the courtroom, they sick as shit. You know, they're asking you, do you understand the charges that are brought against you? You know, and, and they ask you, they, what they're saying is, do you understand? And they're asking you basically, okay, what are you thinking? Is what they're saying, right. and do you have right, permission right. to proceed? You right. know, it's that's what they're saying. Do you have permission to proceed? Right. Is their thought greater than yours? It's a game of chess that's invisible that you can't see. So they're asking, okay, is my thought superseding your thought? Because you have to be able to think on your feet at lightning speed in that courtroom. It's all about the Jedi. It's all about you battling mentally with these people, jousting mentally, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you're off by a millisecond or a milliliter, you're going to slip. And another thing that I want to mention the balls, because I'm seeing, like I said, a lot of more is in court doing anything, but understand this. When you answer a question, you've given them jurisdiction. You have to answer questions with questions, all right? You have to say object rather than objection. So there's a lot of ways, slick ways that they're using to get jurisdiction, and they're pushing these cases right. forward in court, okay? And it's based on, again, like I said, the mental jousting of thoughts, not about big words, it's about thoughts. So you gotta think right. real quick to answer a question with a question. That's why you have to have clarity right. of thought. Can't go in the court high. You have to have a proper diet the night prior because you gotta go in there with your spirits. Spirits with you and your spirits mm-hmm. up. Now again, without failure, and fucking I'm gonna beat this drum. The ship is here again. I'm looking at it right now. Without failure. Now, it can't be this big and only being seen in the skies of New York City. Somebody has got to say, yo, they could go outside and see this shit. You feel me? Because <laughs> it's getting brighter as I'm looking at it. It's dumb big, and the shit is getting wider. Like, this ain't just me, right? Hold on. Red pill, talk to me. Yeah, right there. Sitting right here. Yeah, that ain't no star. And pool, uh... <laughs> Turn turn my line on. I think it's, it's yeah yeah yeah. All right all right. We let me go over there. Yeah, word is born. Like, come on, people, cut it out, man. Yeah, it ain't even that dark as of yet, and it's clearly because this shit is sitting right next to a star, which is minuscule next to it. Or should I say, it's probably a planet because it's no, that's a, that's a star next to it because it's blinking. But that shit is dumb big, and it's getting bigger by the second. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, we posted that. Hold, the, hold the, on, the, God. Ask your brother Willani on. 
three four seven six something something. In China, they canceled the airlines. They canceled the, the you know the airport grounded all of their airplanes because the fucking UFOs were shooting through the sky all through China. They got the footage now. Something's coming out of China where they have an iron wall on secrecy. If the shit is coming out of China, be wow, yo, this is dumb bright and it's coming dumb close. Right, right, and that's actually that's actually where that solar eclipse is going to be hitting on uh-huh. in that particular area over there. But uh, double check that line for your brother because I, that's not on the switchboard. Yo, what the? Fuck? Hold on. Huh? Oh, six four six mm-hmm. two four two four something like that. You said. You got it? I see somebody with their hand up 646. Yo. Peace, peace. Peace to the gods. Peace, God. What's really good? Woo! Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. You know it's really good. Yeah, they they, yeah. they out there. They out there. Peace to the family. Peace to Brother Ann Poole. What's good with you, man? Hey, so, uh, man, everything is well, beloved. You know, I'm, y'all got me out here with the scopes out. The little, the little ones come through here <laughs> like clockwork. You know, tell the people, man, the best way to really see them is you can spot the star Vega. You know, Vega is like in the east right now. It's the brightest star in the east. And when you start looking up in the east, you can see two stars that are in the slant that, that are parallel to each other to the left of that bright star in the east. Those are the two, those are the two stars of um, the eye of Draco. So every time I'm staring at Draco, word is fine, a light shift always comes through the middle of the eyes, right through the dragon's head. Like, what's up, you know? Yeah, so people Rastabon. want to go outside, you know what I'm saying, stand to the east, yeah, Rastabon and Edaman, the two eyes of the, of, the, of, the, um, of, the, of the dragon. But, you know, it's a, it's a bright yeah. star to the east, right. everybody. You know, just this look straight up and you'll see it. That's Vega, you know? This shit right here? Yeah. Huh. They got to be able to come outside and this. You got to see this shit. Like, it's dumb obvious. Like, it's just sitting right there and it's getting brighter as we talk about it. They transmitting, man. They tune in every week to Know the Ledge Radio. Real talk. Right. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. And what I wanted to get the people is, y'all got to understand something about that report. Um, Death to the Federal Reserve. Damn. You know, and understand that energy that's going on at this particular time with the feds, man. I personally say that, you know, understanding understanding cosmic alignments and understanding the currency, which is the energy that actually everybody is flowing off of because everybody got to get this dollar still if you're still in the grid. You put that unified thought in destroying that shit. So I'm saying, like Blue Pill said, go to your spots, charge up, wherever it may be, Charge up, go to AmpoAstrology.com, get those time frames down. Particularly at 2.34 p.m. on Sunday is going to be when the eclipse is at its greatest um, peak. Start focusing that unified thought to cripple the system. Cripple that shit. Get rid of it. Get it. It really really puts your mental powers and your superpowers and your cyclops eye, you know what I'm saying, to work. Stop you know the head of the dragon off and, and, and stop being fearful of letting go. Cough the shit up. 
throw up with Babylon's. You know what I'm saying? Spit out Caesar's, whatever's left onto Caesar, render onto that motherfucker through vomit and throw it up. Yep, little Caesar. Me? Yo, word of my, yo. <laughs> yeah, that shit get big. Listen, I want to tell, I want to put it out here for the family. You know what I'm saying? That the title of the show tonight is 7-Eleven, the morals and antiquity that we're going to talk about. But after um, sitting down with the guards and building with them, with the nobles, we are going to come to you on 7-Eleven with the 7-Eleven. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to take that up on Sunday. We're going to do a special show on Sunday dealing with 7-Eleven, why that date is so important, what it means to us and its lineage. I don't care if you're Christian. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're Nation of Islam, God body, more, whatever. It doesn't matter. What happened in 7-Eleven has a direct impact. It is part of your story. It is part of your mythos. It is part of this whole shit. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to come forth on that day. We're going to let it be. We're going to put that in film because I want this to be stupid intricate. And it's going to be a Morris roundtable where we're going to bring some master malls on here and we're going all in. You know what I mean? We're going completely in. We're going to make this whole thing. We're going to put this whole thing out there. And all we ask of the warriors, the, 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 um, those amongst us that work that magic, those amongst, not, not even those amongst us that are listening, period, because you are all special. You all have qualities to self that's going to aid in us in this liberation and this, this reawakening, this upliftment of humanity. I just ask you on that day, put in the work the way that you know how to put it in. Put in the work the way that you've been taught to put it in. Whatever however you, you foresee, however you yeah. foresee your work being effective, that is how it's yeah. going to be effective. Even if you're saying, look, I'm going to just put my hands in dirt and turn and massage the earth. That's a that's a ritual. You know what I'm saying? Is. Put something. God damn. Yo, that shit is dumb, bright, and it's coming closer and closer. And they got all their little fucking planes trying to fly around. You see it, right? Yeah, it's crazy, yo. But real talk, you know what I'm saying? Sunday, uh, they're actually going to have the Roots. The Roots are going to be in Brooklyn playing Prospect Park celebrating the end of the World Cup. So they're going to have all of the African bands out. They're going to have Talib Kweli. They're going to have my dude, Blitz. Shout out to Blitz. They're going to have the Roots there. But niggas are going to have on Spain or Germany jerseys, okay, energizing these cocksuckers without overstanding the Moorish implications of exactly what it is they're energizing. So we have to be able to put this information forward at this particular time. We're going to have to put together the Moorish history on Germany for that. Wait a minute, wait a minute, (laughs) wait a minute. Because I'm wild late because I got other things that I'm dealing with these days. Are you telling me that Spain is playing on Sunday? I'm absolutely telling you. This Spain is are you, playing the are you final telling me that Spain of the is World playing Cup. the final of get the stop Germany. I'm dead serious, B. Negro, are you serious? <laughs> when when did when did this happen? Like when did they win this? Shit has been in motion all week. Either they talk oh, about LeBron or they man. talk about the final game. 
See, he I was caught up on the Mi- yeah. I was caught up on the Miami Menage. I didn't even realize that the World Cup was popping off like that. Yes, so sir. Spain on seven eleven is doing the World Cup. You got to be kidding me. Yo, some where's my where's my finance at? Give me a ticket to South Africa, <laughs> goddammit. I need to be on the ground when I put in that work. Are you serious? Listen, people. That's what I'm trying to say. This, you know, this, this is not requiring you to dig in your pocket. This is not requiring you to harm no animals in the process. This is not requiring you to get on some plane. This is not requiring you to sit in some damn lecture for a few hours. All this state here, right here, is letting you know that it's either sink or swim. You see what I'm saying? This is your chance to get it in and make this shit happen. Bottom line. Absolutely. Preferably groups of individuals coming together. If you live in Mount Territory, coming together as groups through the meditation to the ancestors, bring that spirit back, let them know that you know who they are, pay homage to them, and you will see monumental things begin to happen, straight like that. Yes, indeed. You know what I mean? Straight like that. You don't got to talk to Gary Coleman. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, you know, get into no occultisms. You don't have to sit, you know what I mean? You don't have to sacrifice nothing. Well, yeah. if you do want to. You don't got to sip a rich's blood. None of that. <laughs> yeah. But if you do want to, then so be it. You know what I mean? Because I ain't right. going to tell you how to work your thing. Everybody work their thing their own way. But whatever you do, work it. Work it. Because that shit right there, I mean, the great divine, God damn. Yeah. Do she yeah, got a PayPal it. account? Because I'm ready to give her a donation. It's like it's like the great divine is hollering and screaming, just like this ship is hollering and screaming right now. So you know, the same attention is being paid to it. You know what I mean? People are paying to the great divine. I I, I would hope that it's increasing. I would hope that people take these opportunities more serious because these things will be spoken of in times of law. You know what I mean? The Europeans are gonna snatch this story. And they're going to milk it. And niggas going to be sitting there like, oh, I heard that on the ledge. But you're going to be paying $20 to go to the movies to see it. Again, people want to see Independence Day 4 before they actually deal with the reality of this shit. It's right over their head right now. Helicopters are going mad out here trying to figure this shit out. You know what I'm saying? But bet believe it. Up next week. All of these illusions will be shattered, man. All of them. You know what I'm saying? Everything that you thought you knew will be challenged. And then hopefully we could get on. Early, early. I want to send a special shout-out. I want to send energy, and I also want to send some power down to Oakland. You know what I'm saying? To Queen Khalifa's land. California, yay. Killer Cali, where they are basically still hurting from that, I don't even want to call it a verdict, you know what I'm saying? From that, 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 that disgrace that happened yesterday when they damn near, you know, let the brother walk free. I'm not let the brother, let the peck of wood walk free who was found guilty of involuntarily manslaughter against the brother Oscar Grant, which we all saw on tape 
as uh, what was that? Homicide. That was murder one. Yeah. So, you know, in the in the in the spirit of that warrior day, that Seven Eleven, that the Moors actually invaded Spain because they was violating. You know what I mean? Crossed the Iberian Peninsula and burnt the ships. The general Tyreek burnt all the ships and was like, ain't no way to go back. We going up in this bitch and we taking this. Took the rock of Gibraltar and then ran up in Spain and toppled their whole, toppled everything that was in Spain in the name of hey, Islam, in the name of the Moors. You know what I mean? Because what, what, what did he do again? He, he, they pulled he up what? on the ships. He, they pulled up on the ships. He burnt all of the ships and told the Moors, this is, this is do or die right here. We're going to take this shit right on the rock of Gibraltar. And they ran up in Spain and took the whole damn country over. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because, because of that injustices that was done towards other Africans that were living inside of that province. They wasn't, they wasn't even thinking about running up in Spain. But when they sent word back to North Africa that they was getting violated by them damn crackers over there in, in Spain, Tariq said, you know what? Tariq got sent out by the, um, Tariq got sent out by the, by the, uh, the caliphate, the, the sultan. He sent them out. Go get that. Go, go, go make them pay back for that. So he was going over there to put the smack down on them and come back. But Tariq was like, fuck that. We taking this shit. You know what I mean? We gonna go we gonna go create a whole nother we gonna go create a whole nother settlement up in this bitch. We gonna make That's sure right. that we don't have to get back on a boat again and come back and serve them a cold dish. We gonna set up shop inside of Spain. You understand? And then when they were greeted as saviors by the inhabitants of Spain, namely the Jews, who you had of many colors and persuasions, they were greeted at the gates. The Jews opened up the gates for them. The Jews were the ones who basically were accused of crossing the Christians to help the Muslims win. You know what I mean? But they welcomed because they were being treated lesser than they were being treated less than inhumans at the hands of the Christians. So when they saw the the force of the Muslims came in, they didn't even call them invaders. You know what I'm saying? Right. They called them the rescuers. Right. You know what I mean? And these people brought enlightenment. These people brought all kind of thing. I wish that we right. could. Now looking at it in did. hindsight, they didn't even deserve that shit. Not they are not even wanna, worthy of what they received. I want to make note of one of another corresponding factor, another um, synchronicity, and that's Barack Obama now saying that NASA needs to do more to uh, make Muslims feel good. Yes. So they go in arms, too. and they're like, "Yo, why are they saying this?" Now understanding that their world benefited from what the Moors brought forth in form of astrology, astronomy, the astrolabe, and all of these things. Oh, and, and I'm using, putting out... When he's mm-hmm. using misnomers like Arabs, you know what I'm saying, because of our perceptions of this particular time, we always, when we hear Arab, we think of the pale Arab, not understanding mm-hmm. that that's just a euphemism that's being used for Moors as well. Whenever you hear Muslim, especially M-O-S-L-E-M, Whenever you hear Mohammedidians, that's M-U. They taught us all of this in school. And when you hear Arabs, they are referring to your people in codes. 
You know what I'm saying? The original Arabians being African, being black. You know what I mean? We're not talking about the whitened out, um, amalgamated, pale Euro Arabs that you see, the Turks. Not, we're not talking about them. And they are not talking about them. On 7-11, on that day, the day that we go in and do the show, I'm also going to release a clip on YouTube. I'm going super ritual with it. I'm just going to cover all bases. And in the clip, you'll see your man Barack Obama giving up that Moorish history. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because he's paying homage. That's right. He's paying homage. Right, right. And Which there's no such thing. It's back in the days when we're dealing with this. It's no such thing as the, those guys from before. No, we're talking about ancestors. You know what I mean? We're talking past, present, and future. If they did it, then they'll do it again. The spirit lives. If you were Muslim in America in this epoch, in this day and time, chances are in your blood vein, you understand, in your DNA, which which actually woke up, in the post-1920s, when the renaissance of the Moors came, courtesy of Drew Ali. Yo, and then when you heard... Are, I'm sorry. They are bugging out by the ship. They sending all their little Mad helicopters over Yeah, there. yeah, I see it. Yo, I they bugging right now. Somebody, please, if you are in New York City, look at the shit that's going on in the sky right now. Yeah, please you can't miss it. Yes. To not miss it. <clears throat> so, you know. Go ahead. I don't want to cut your wisdom. Nah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's going down. It's going down. You know what I mean? This is a story. This is a, this is a story that they kept from you on purpose because this is the story that unlocks everything. When I say everything, I'm talking everything. And I'm not talking about this 7-Eleven. I'm talking an 800 to a 1,500-year history. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And this shit is glorious. I'm studying. I'm, I go in. I don't even eat no more. I just eat books. You know what I'm saying? And it's, 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 but it's beautiful because it's opening up and it's solving so many questions that I have. If you if you look on the line and pool, you might have a seven one eight number. Um, I, I believe the God Cherokee is supposed to be calling it. Okay. Seven one. Yeah. Uh, seven one eight four nine three. Yeah, that might. Yeah, that that's should be. That's the God. That's the God Morris Intelligence. You could bring him in. Okay. Yeah. Open up that line for the God. You know what okay. I mean? So. Seven one eight four nine three. Peace. Peace. Peace, peace, family. 493, peace. Woo! Not yet. Yeah, give him a minute. Yeah, tomorrow's still open. Yeah. So, you know, this lineage, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm Muslim today, I got to ask myself. I feel if I'm God body, if I ever went through the God body, you know what I mean? If I'm Hebrew, Hebrew Israelite, if I'm nation of Islam, if I'm Moorish, 
any other any other if, if if I'm down if I'm like the um the, the the brothers in Philly with the freeway. You know what I'm saying? Any persuasion of Islam that's in my veins right now, that story that took place at seven eleven is speaking directly to me because that's my ancestors. If I'm Christian and I'm African-American, Negro, black, or colored, or whatever, and I'm Christian, I'm holding up the cross, that story applies to you right now. Because it's through this story, it's through this story that the multitudes were made Christian. They look like me and you. Other than that, they were in the um, provinces of Spain, Portugal, France, And those other places, they wasn't in Nigeria, Ghana, and all of these other places where it's so heavy right now as a result of what happened in that area of 7-Eleven to 1492. You know what I mean? And as a people, we must know our true history because if we don't, we are doomed to repeat it, one, and we just might not know what the hell we're talking about when we open up our mouths. So, you know, the pill is coming, 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then on 7-19 in Harlem at the National Black Theater, do you care to do the honors, um, Brother Ampoo? Yeah, definitely. Um, 719, we definitely going in, me and the Red Pill. Um, my part will be going in on the cosmic art of war and really understanding what time it is. Because if you don't understand the time, you don't understand the cycle. You don't understand the cycle, you don't understand the energy. And this is part of the reason why, and excuse my French, so many relationships are getting beat the fuck up right now. Because we out of pocket. We don't understand what time it is. We don't understand what cycle we in. Since we're going into a new age, there's going to be a new particular energy that's raining down that's going to demand that we change every facet in our life. So a lot of shit is going to be out of pocket. You know, at this particular time, if you don't embrace what cycle it is. So my part is going to be the cosmic art of war. But it's also going to really be about um, honoring thy father and honoring thy mother. And for us, it's going to be about honoring African Bambata as a father. We're talking about somebody who has, who has, who you could almost say single-handedly, you know, started hip-hop, which you see today or not even what you see today as far as the rap, but understanding that this is a man or a god, a father who actually brought you a culture, and you're dealing with somebody who's a Zulu comedic more, who's, who's encompassing space traveling. All right, for us, us airheads that like to be out there in space, comedic, going ahead and encompassing all of the continent, Africa. You understand what I'm saying? But embracing that yep. more history and heritage all in one whop. And as a father, I'm telling you straight up as his son, he done told me he pissed the fuck off and he tired of the bullshit. 
he talking yep. the bullshit amongst those who say that we are conscious, our own brothers. So uh, my part of the whole thing is I'm putting a challenge out there. So my challenge goes to the RBG. My challenge goes to the BPC. My challenge goes to my brother Ali. My challenge goes to the ALI, Aboriginal Law Institute. My challenge goes to the new Black Panther Party. Challenge all of y'all to come out. Yep. To refute what I'm going to say. Today because everything I'm going to deal with is going to be dealing with the cosmic cycle of time and understanding what time it is. See, I'm not into all the debate shit. Say that shit. That ain't me. If you're going to debate me on what I do, I mean, you're going to have to come up into the planetary realm and tell me, nigga, you wrong. And can't no nigga do that shit. I guarantee that. You can't do that when it comes to understanding cosmic cycles. All right? So since we're not going to refute that and we already know that that's what the ancient priesthood, we already did that and that's what we do, then we got to get on board and understand this particular cycle that we in. All right? And it's mainly amen. And I'm not, I'm not going to amen the brothers who's putting that lecture together the following week. I think it's on the 25th. Who got the solutions to our black liberation? Because if it's a good dialogue and it's going to be a productive dialogue, I'm all for that. But from what I'm hearing, it's a debate. And people tell me, well, I see you at the debate, brother. I see you at the debate. Debate about what, nigga? How that? Debate about what? How, how bad we can not ask? What? what? What is there to talk about? The only thing we can talk about when you got more and you got black panthers and you got RBG up in the motherfucking room is, all right, the RBG and the motherfucking black panther party, that's the street unit. That's the gorilla unit. And then yeah. they go get that shit. Then the niggas go put that fucking work in and burn this bitch down. The Moors deal with law. So the only thing the Moors need to be talking about amongst Moors is what is a proper protocol dealing with law and how we going to handle this shit. And then how we going to effectively communicate that shit to our military, man. It's military science. It's just that simple. Because other than that, if we're not talking about that, we're going to talk about, well, this group is right over here and this group is right. You out of pocket because you don't understand what time it is. Yep. Aquarian age, girls, groups, and friends, nigga, rebellion. Everybody's supposed to be in their own pocket with this. But we're supposed to have this collective chaos together to bring it to the beef. Everybody's not going to be under the same umbrella, but we all got to have the same agenda. Everybody's going to have their own respective pocket or group that they with. Point blank, period. So we're not coming and we're not talking about it, then we're wasting our time. And you're scared. So... Anybody want to refute that, come to the spot. National Black Theater. I'll be there. So we're going to quit talking, and we're going to start showing some action. And I'm telling you, because the Father said so, all right? Because he told me, go ahead and put it out there, do that. So you fucking with me, you're disrespecting me, you're disrespecting the Father. Because I'm just a messenger. That's all I'm going to do is say, okay, Dad, I'm out. Fuck it, this is what you want, this is what it's going to be. Stop playing games, man. It ain't hard. Stop playing games. Stop being scared. Little girls getting murdered by the police, man. And niggas talking about this conscious shit. I'm not going to even let nobody put that shit off on that nigga city like that, man. I ain't going to let nobody get that shit off. And I ain't never spoke to that man a day in my life. But that showed you how motherfucking weak everybody is up in this motherfucker. Real talk. They showed you how weak we are. They killing your little black baby girls, and you seen the mother crying on TV, and niggas ain't do shit. Nothing. Yep. We should have been murdering motherfuckers everywhere. And 
you want to sit back and talk about who got real solutions for our liberation and then kill a little black bitch girl. So fuck up with that bullshit. And yeah. man up. Man, if we're going to sit down and talk, let's talk about motherfucking military strategy. Those who about that work, y'all talk about that. Those who deal with the law, y'all talk about that. The military operate off with the law, people give them the truth. Those who deal with the stars and say this what time it is, you can do that. Play your part. Who got the real solution for black liberation and little black baby girls getting murdered? It ain't nobody doing shit. Shut up, man. When they hear that shit. You got women putting putting funds together, and niggas ain't even donating nothing. And you talking about you got solutions for black liberation. Shut up. Ain't got mm-hmm. shit. We ain't got shit. But the great divine keeps speaking through these stars and telling you this is what time it is. This is what time it is. Y'all going to jump? Y'all going to get on? Or y'all going to get that ass beat? Yep. See me at the spot, man. And then after that one, I'm on hiatus with the blue pill, nigga. I'm gone. So pardon my French, man, but that's what it is. Indeed, indeed. I mean, you got to let it be known. Let it off. But, you know, I concur with everything that you said, man. Like, And I, and I, I did the commercial for the brother. You know what I mean? I did the clip for the, for the whole commercial for the Who Has Solutions. You know what I'm saying? And what I did is I made it look as less of a debate as possible because I don't want to promote. Like, it ain't even about not wanting to promote. That's not going down in New York. You know what I mean? Ain't no debates going down in New York. Never. You know what I'm saying? The only debates that I want to see is when you niggas get balls enough and you get your scholarship to a certain level where you can step to these people that are destroying our people with this falsehood in these colleges. Do it like Malcolm did it, respectfully. You know what I mean? Or in these in these in these in these churches and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? The people that's truly swindling the people, I need to see y'all step up and respectfully and intellectually serve them niggas a hot plate. Yeah, Highlander one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when Malcolm did his debates, he shut it down. When Malcolm did his debates, enrollment in the Nation of Islam jumped by about 30 to 45% the next week. He was capturing the hearts and minds of his people. You know what I mean? These dudes who come jumping out the damn window like they are prepared and they are built for the fight that's ahead of them have fallen flat on their face. You know what I mean? And the great divine speaking through signs, she'll throw you a few. She'll throw you one and see what you're going to do with it. She'll throw you some and see if your ass can catch it with no looking and give it and pass it off like stock. But you dudes are failing miserably. You're not doing nothing, meaning that you won't never do nothing, meaning that you was just about bluffing, meaning that you wasted a lot of people's time and energy. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, we are actually, you know what I mean, I'm hoping that the replacements, I'm hoping that somebody is truly about their business and about what they say they're about steps up to the plate because the people need it at this point. The age of Aquarius, the counterpart to Aquarius is Leo. So, irregardless to what people say about there's no such, yo, ain't no leaders or what have you, 
the times call for leadership. The times call for unified government. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So Barack Obama's doing, Barry's doing what Barry's supposed to do as the times call for. All right? In this particular society, it also acts and calls for for leadership in one world government where morals have to be unified across the diaspora with one goal and one agenda. The ways in which you get there could be very diverse, but it has to be a unified agenda. It has to be a unified body politic. This is what the times are moving towards. So you will see the crumbling of individual nation states and governments and them coalescing into one world government. You're just going to see it. You can't, there's nothing that you can do to sidestep that. Yeah, just blog about it. Yeah, just blog about it. I mean, it makes sense about it. Nah, I mean, you know, we got to condition ourselves to be in these mind states so when these things that are inevitable begin to happen, we can make sense of it. That's truly all we need in our community. We just need people to continue making sense of what it is that's occurring around us. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to go on record saying that some people who have come before, they have not made perfect sense of the future. They have not made perfect sense of these things that we are seeing today. That's why many of us are unprepared. We were told don't gather in groups. Forget the groups. The shit ain't going to work. It's all over. You know what I mean? We were told don't follow no leader because in this age, leaders can't be trusted. So anybody who comes up and shows leadership qualities, chances are that they're the Judas or chances are that they're not the one, which already planted the seeds in people's heads that they begin to see leaders, but they doubt the leaders and they begin to doubt themselves, therefore cutting their nose off despite their face because they're listening to lecturers or they're listening to these people to come along with this information that is not. It's not dealing with any kind of any kind of thought. It's really for the times that it was set in. It does not apply for 2010. You know what I mean? Dudes be picking up lectures from like the 90s, coming around me quoting shit that was said in the 90s. And I'm like, dog, do you, are, are you in touch with reality? Like, many things are said on these older lectures, and I push the classic lectures hard body because many things are said on them that are prophetic. You know what I mean? I done gave many people profit titles, but I'm not going to put it out there because I'm not trying to create, you know, create profits out of these brothers because they don't wish to be turned into that. But many Valentine tapes, many Bobby Hemet tapes, many Delbert um, Blair tapes, many C. Freeman L. tapes, many Taj Tariq, all prophetic. You know what I mean? All prophetic. Where they, they, they in the 90s talking about shit that's happened in 2010, 2009 and all of that. But then you got other brothers that come along, you know what I'm saying? And they say things, and it does not make any sense because it does not match the times in which that they're talking about. This is the age. That's why you're seeing all of these groups begin to dissolve. The old paradigm groups are beginning to dissolve only to make way for the new paradigm of the group, which is going to eventually form. Yeah. You're not going to do this now, shit by yourself. Without a doubt. And, and it goes back to the science of trauma. Let me say this. I had to open up that portal 
by letting loose, and now I got my first two visitors. I just made my first contact with two of them, and like I said, one came straight through the eyes of um, Draco, you know, and they both yeah. heading towards the south direction for me in Philly. Let me say this, dealing with this shit, man. Me and uh, Dr. God Ali, Muhammad, we were listening to a um, radio show here in Philly like two days ago. White boy yeah. was going in on Barack, going in on him, and what y'all have to understand is white America's pissed off with Obama, but particularly who I say hold the motherfucking key to this shit, Eric Holder. Eric Holder. All right. If you, you got to understand, Holder is a is a is a is a is a law term inside. Uh, it's a legal term inside of the Black Law Dictionary. All right. So he holds the key literally. But they pissed at him. Why? It's because he made the call for the Justice Department not to pursue the new Black Panther Party up here in Philly because they allegedly was at the polling booth motherfucking harassing people, which is, peace Lord, how are you, which is, which is so-called illegal, mm-hmm. all right? Wow. And, of course, they playing, they, of course, they playing the chairman, uh, you know, they playing, his, they, they playing his little part, you know what I mean? And, but white America is pissed and accusing Obama and the Justice Department administration for for racism for all the years that the United States has been racist. All right, so they on fire. But then, but then you got to look at, look at that shit. Eric Holder, like, nah, fuck that. Don't even press him. Look at that shit. I keep telling y'all, man, this shit, this shit is in signs and symbols. All right? He's like, no. Then you got to understand that Eric Holder, right, went ahead and put a lawsuit up against the state of Arizona because Arizona trying to get mm-hmm. real gung-ho on this immigration shit. Like, stop mm-hmm. all the Mexicans, so-called Mexicans from coming in. You know what I mean? Like, and he like, oh, hell no, nigga, y'all bugging. We got this. Step back. So now it's a lawsuit dealing with that. Then the feds just what they do before that when the rabbi was up in the Chi-Town. Nigga, the gun law. Chi-Town, yeah, Illinois, tried to pass law. some shit where they, they were like, nah, yo, nah, y'all niggas can't have no hammers. What? The feds came in and like, nah, niggas, y'all gotta have some hammers. So if y'all don't understand yeah. what time it is, man, I'm yeah, telling you niggas be blowing a horn. And Clarence you know? Thomas is going on record telling niggas do not turn their guns in because this shit is about to go back to the times when the KKK was running wild. So it's always yeah, you, you got Clarence Thomas. Said, you got Clarence Thomas saying this. What Clarence Thomas said. said. He said he 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 name dropped Denmark Vesey and Nat Turner in his decision, saying that the black man has no business turning in his gun at this particular point because it's about to go back to the times when the KKK was running wild based on what he's seeing with the Tea Party. Now, remember, his wife is in the Tea Party. Uh-huh. So what type, is he acting as an agent provocateur or is he telling you something from inside information? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But either which mm-hmm. way, like I said, it's always going to come from where you least expect it because if someone has sold out if somebody is a piece of shit or what have you or whatever, nobody is greater than that which is greater than them. So all of them is just pawns on a chessboard, and you're going to see the great divine speaking through these people, making them say things out of their mouth and do things with their hands that you never expected, but don't judge a book by its cover because it's the mm-hmm. one that you think is going to be there for you and say something that makes sense 
they're going to be quiet and they're going to be hot in their hands, while the yep. ones that you have always accused of being Toms, they're going to put their neck on the line. Because genetically, spiritually, something is going to overcome them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, oh, you know, everything is not part and parcel to an agenda, but, you know, you'd be surprised these days, man. You'd really be surprised. Yeah, everyone has agendas. That's that's like a no-brainer. But we're talking about specific uh, events that demand a further look. You know what I mean? The demand that you you got to look through the surface. You have to read between the lines, especially when you see a series of events taking place. So if the Tea Party is the offensive, what's Obama's defense? What is he doing to tell, what is he doing in his defensive to show people, look, this is for y'all because these motherfuckers is moving up. I, I, I put it in the when we did the blueprint three two two. I showed the clip. Look, these niggas marched on D.C. the night before Kanye West went on stage and did the thing with Taylor Swift. They marched on D.C. two million deep, and all of the signs that they had was dealing with all kind of fuckery. They had Obama looking like Hitler. They had him looking like the choker. They talking about kill Obama. Obama's gonna make us slaves again. All of this shit. All you niggas got on TV was um, uh, Kanye West with a whole bunch with the with the serpent mound in his damn hand, snatching a Grammy from the white girl Taylor Swift, whose demographics happened to be the goddamn Tea Party. But all he did was destroy it, try to destroy Homeboy's career and get at him. And now he's about to get at them. You understand? That's another story because he got on stage and took this damn girl's Grammy. But you had. You had damn near uh, um, coup d'etat on on Washington. The, the motherfucking rednecks marched on your man, the person that you voted for. You, that was your boy before you saw Obama's deception. They marched on him two million deep. Nobody said nothing. Nobody had no qualms about it. Nobody lifted a finger. The news reporting talk about it. They only talked about Kanye. So what are they telling you? And these, and these, I'm talking about, you, you sleep on a tea party, but it was the tea party, and it was like the NRA, and it was the militias, and it was all of these other Alex Jones, um, you know, provocateur-type people. They all showed up, but nobody paid that any mind. But you Negroes get scared when five people join on Facebook together in the group. Chill, brother. The group thing, man, the group thing. Like, you know they're watching us, right? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Are you serious? So you niggas is just really going to just lay down and let this thing happen to you. You're going to lay down and allow them to do what they came over on this island and did 500 years ago to the natives. You're going to, to the indigenous, to your bloodline, you're going to allow them to do that to your bloodline again because they're preparing for that. So when 7-Eleven comes, that's going to be their 7-Eleven, and they're going to say, guess what? We're not going to do it. We're not, we'll never fall to the shit that the Moors put us through in 7-Eleven, the former 7-Eleven, they're going to try to inaugurate a new 7-Eleven. And then when you really want to do the research on 7-Eleven, the last 7-Eleven ritual was done in where? Spain, Madrid, it was a goddamn um, bus bombing. Yeah. In Madrid, Spain, right? Mm 7-Eleven in 2003, I believe, or four. 
You could put it in Google. There was a bombing, and they said it was. And and and, and the people who took, um, well, the people that took the thing for it, they took the blame for it, which was an Al Qaeda group, which is a code word for CIA covert operations. They said this is a retaliation for what I did by taking Granada and taking the Alhambra from the Moors. Exactly. It was spoken of, and let us also mention this whole aspect of. Uh, uh, LeBron James going to Miami. Okay, Let's talk about the giant from Ohio. Right, the giant from Akron, seven-year. Okay, we're talking them sevens. Let's talk about the Miami seven. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Yep. Let's talk about the Miami seven. All right? That shit, they put that shit under the rug, yo. I ain't never seen a case like that where they just ain't never brought that shit back up ever again. And they tried to play right. you like, oh, they were from Haiti, so therefore they lacked jurisdiction, so therefore it wouldn't be an issue. But their whole thing was just to get the leader by peace and mention him as part as being a part of the Morris Science Temple. You feel me? Right. Which again was yeah, a Miami Chicago yeah. connection. Remember, they wanted to blow up Chicago supposedly, but what was right. LeBron supposed to have been going to? You see what I'm saying? Was the date between it? You know what I'm right. saying? So now you know, yeah. Where did he make his announcement at? Greenwich, and, um, Greenwich, Greenwich, Connecticut. Now, what is Greenwich? Greenwich, London. You know, Greenwich, London controls your time space reference. That's the prime right. meridian dealing with your longitude. Yep. You know, God damn, okay. that's a bright and one. Kanye was with him. All right, now, yo. And so Kanye was with him. All they kept flashing on yeah. the screen was decision, decision. This was D Day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This was D Day. And I told you. His mm-hmm. scoring average was 29.7, and he made the announcement at 927. So you tell me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what, mm-hmm. what are these folks dealing with? No doubt. Why I hope the Negroes got gas masks. I hope they got gas masks. They're going to have the most niggas in, yeah, in Miami yep. with all that benzene and methane coming off that ocean. Yeah. They already so there right they now pay? celebrating. They already they, they up in the stadium right now going in. And everybody that I talked to in the street was like, Oh yes, I'm getting my tickets to go to Miami this week. You know what I mean? I'm put niggas oh. is preparing themselves for months later yeah, to go down are. there and, and soak up that uh Miami menage energy. You know what I mean? And all all, all that all that benzene, you know what I mean? All that oil ring gonna be dropping. But you know what? What we're going to do? Because I got a phone call from a family member, and he pleaded with me, you know what I'm saying, to change my conversation in regards to what I'm saying about the oil and the toxins. Now, granted, I can never exclude myself from what's real. What's real is real. Mm -hmm. But you have to remind me that, you know, I have the ability to also cast spells, and I have Mm -hmm. the ability to speak on things and make them come to reality based on everything that I've been saying about, you know, Jehuti and the Emerald Tablet said, just speak it and it shall be. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be the one just continuously, you know what I mean, spreading gloom and doom with my words. If I have the opportunity to say different shit, mm-hmm. let's say, okay, on 7-Eleven, which also is going to be the intent, is that we are going to be creating a bubble and we're going to be creating a ritual that is going to be able to thwart the toxins. Okay, we're going to airbend on on Sunday. 
right? Okay. Yeah, so you could do that. I also, yeah, we're going to have Azariah on the show, I think, sometime next week. I'm going to be there for that one, you know what I'm saying? And he's going to talk about the cloud technology. He has technology where you could break up clouds, okay? No doubt. So there's technology that can be used, there's ritual that can be done that can actually change air quality. And we have to get our minds wrapped around these particular rituals. So I don't want an impending doom to happen in the Gulf region or anywhere else, but it's going to require an untold amount of work by our light bearers and by our magis and by our witches and everything else. You have to have some sort of counteractive measure. You just can't say, I'm wishing on a star and that's good enough. It's not going to be that. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to stir the air, stir the air up. But you, mm-hmm. you have to you have to do something. And I don't I don't want to see nothing happen to any of my people in the South, especially my family. Yeah, you know not saying? at all. My mother's down there. So I have a vested interest in, in, in that not happening. But I'm also, I have to report the news. I'm a reporter. And I'm an investigative journalist. So, Based on my research, I'm saying, okay, chances are this might happen based on the toxicity of, of, of what is impending. This might happen based on what I'm seeing with the plant crops and with the birds and understanding that the animals have to eat from the ground, and if the ground is, is, is being uh, contaminated, then the, the meat is also going to be contaminated. And before they tell you that, they're going to sell it to you. So me knowing the way that they move and operate, I'm obliged to report that, but I do not wish or invoke, should I say, I don't invoke any doom or gloom on anyone, anywhere. I want the opposite. But I want to have people yeah. understand that just like freedom ain't free, you got to put forth some certain, forth some, some, some kind of effort to thwart these particular things. You have it in you, but you have to pull it out of you. And that's Indeed. what I want to get across. You know what I'm saying? Tough love, but love nonetheless. I just wanted to clear that up. Now, that's a good disclaimer. You know what I mean? That's definitely something that um, we should begin to put forth when, whenever we have even, to speak yeah, about even, even, even if you're doing a ritual and you have a bowl of water with you and you're constantly inciting the energy of shoo over that bowl, right? That particular energy, shoo, making sure that it's coming from the heart. Your heart chakra has to be open, and you're breathing love over your water. Preferably water that's charged now in the moon. If you put the water out, you know what I'm saying, for Friday and Saturday when Sunday comes in, and you're charging that water, and you're charging that water with shoo energy, then drink that water and make sure your meditation and your invocation has something to do with clearing up the water and clearing up the airspace. Something has to be done. There are technologies out there that can do this, but you have to become the technology at this point. Okay? You have to start believing, or or not quote-unquote believing, but knowing that miracles are in you, and you're good for one or two of them at this particular time. You're going to have to do the miraculous. You're going to have to do the impossible if you want to continue and persist on this particular plane of existence. You know what I'm saying? 
It's going to take work, but it can be done. Now, I want to put out to the family, uh, Brother Ampu, I hope at this particular point you can share with them the significance of this particular eclipse as well as the times, you know what I mean? Now, Sister Ross, Mariah Bay, says something pivotal in Wednesday night class, and she was speaking of the significance of the void, of course, and planting the seed during that particular time, of which I've heard other places, and I know certain, um, you know, quote-unquote astrologers will always tell you to avoid the void, of course. But I know when you're planting the seed, void, of course, then this particular inference is kind of powerful to get that in during that point. If you know better than I do, please inform me so, because, you know what I'm saying, I'm still studying and learning like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you know, I mean, shit, man. See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm a rebel, and, and I'm going to always say, you know, always, as long as you're in tune with the particular cycle, some are more challenging than others. You know what I'm saying? But there's nothing that's never really impossible in this thing. It's just certain things are, are more challenging. So the board, of course, they usually say it's like 27 degrees of one sign and then going into you know, um, three degrees of the next, you know what I mean, um, which is basically an ending in a new, you know what I mean. Um, but see, the whole thing is with this, this, this whole thing with the solar eclipse, bro, and again, it's dealing with the cancer energy. It's a, it's a feminine energy dealing with cancer because cancer rules the moon. You know what I mean? But oftentimes, too, you got to understand what cancer is at in your chart. If you got, like, the sun is there because you're cancer, or particularly if you got Saturn in cancer, then it's a good thing. It's a father energy. See, cancer and Capricorn deal with your parents. One is more on the private tip, and the other one is more on the extrovert, more on the public tip, you know. So it's dealing with your parents. So even if you got to bridge some gaps with your parents dealing with this cancer energy, this is the perfect time to do that, um, you know, build a new relationship, especially if anybody has to deal with their mother, need to be rebuilding with their moms, this is the perfect time to do that. Anybody that needs to be connecting with the feminine energy at large, period, needs to do that. Cancer energy deals with your home, all right? So this is the perfect time to do something inside of your house, man. Inside your house, your house got to be um, the sanctuary. And understand something about this eclipse too. Just because it's a it's a power day on seven eleven, and then you got the power toms, which I'm gonna give you in a second, don't mean that okay. If I missed it, that's it. Because these eclipses, the effects of these eclipses, um, you you got like a six month portal dealing with this energy right here. Either okay. easy six month portal. That you're dealing with this, so just don't think that oh, okay, it was just for that particular day at that particular time. Nah, that was just the apex. You know what I mean? And the time, um, again, I got it posted on the website, Ampu Astrology, and it starts at 12:09. And I'm giving you East Coast time, so you just gotta you gotta mark time by that. All right. So the partial starts at 12:09 p.m. just at the noon. All right. The total eclipse is at 1:15. All right. Now at 2:34. That's that power right there. You need to really, really, really be going in. 234, you be with it. You should already be already in the zone, but 234 is, 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 is that power time. All right? And then total ends at 351, and then it's going partial, going back to its last phase at 457, which is almost five hours of this thing. So it starts at 1209, and the puppy ends at 457. 
right, with 2.34 p.m. East Coast time being PowerPoint of this whole thing. You will only view it if you like in South America on the on the, on the on the Peru side, you know what I mean, or anything dealing with, you know, um, um, Chile, you know, on that side you, you'll be able to see it, or if you're in the Pacific Ocean, you'll be able to see it. So obviously at that particular time, um, the sun obviously still will be up, so you can get your solar gaze on. I'm telling you, look at that thing. Yo. Ali, Ali put that out there, and I've been doing that, man. I've been having some phenomenal experience, like literally staring directly into the sun as long as your eyes can take it, make the tears come out. And the next thing you know, I know for me, my all my eyes start blinking hella fast, like I can't stop blinking, and the next thing you know, I'm in a trance. You know what I mean? But you're getting that direct sunlight, that direct communication, so you can gaze at the sun with that corrective thought. You know, and you can they face can, can in start, the southwest position. They can start looking at it through the left eye, right? Start with your left eye mm-hmm. to fix yourself in, pull yourself in, and then include your right eye, looking at it through both eyes, and just take it in so you mm-hmm. can't take it no more. You'll start seeing it rotate. You'll see the black disc behind it. You know what I'm saying? You'll see the fact that there's a sun behind the sun if you stare at it long mm-hmm. enough. But absorb it. And that solar energy is like none other because this magnetic sun is like none other that I've ever seen. It emanates an unreal energy. Sun right here. Mm-hmm. It is truly magnetic. It, it, it starts pulling on you. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's pulling on you, but it's beautiful though because there's a power that's being downloaded in that uh in that sun. You know what I mean? We was at the fair at the at the African Street Festival and all these melanated people was acting like they was hot. I'm like, ain't the, ain't that what the melanin's supposed to be about? Like you ain't supposed to be got, running around looking like got, you hot. They got sugar you know what in mean? blood though. Huh? Man, it's the high intake of sugar. Sugar depletes oxygen from the brain. So a lot of these people are being overcooked and overheated based on their dietary decisions and the fact that they're eating greasy foods. Their melanin is clogged, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. their melanin is going to be a detriment to them, right? Because the, the more melanated they are, it means they're absorbing more sunlight, you know what I'm saying? The lack of pigmentation means that they're reflecting it. So the white boy is reflecting the sunlight, whereas... You know, the the, the quote unquote darker brother is absorbing it, but it yeah. makes him it makes him more responsible to convert that energy into something. Whereas the Caucasian is not that much more responsible. He could convert a fraction of it, and he's working that fraction and totally turning that shit into something fitting for him to be on a particular plain and plateau where our people are looking at him as he's superior. Yep. Where, you know, you're seeing, or I'm seeing people that are a lot more melanated, and that deals with the increase of our potentiality. But is that potentiality being realized? It remains to be seen. Can we open up some um, some lines let the people chime in? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Um, that's 718. That line, though, because I don't know if it's still on there, but 718-493 line. Then, yeah. Morris Brooklyn, you there? Hey, hey. Hey, Peace, family. Yeah, what's going on, Noble? Yeah, I just want to 
about you the other night, brother, the other morning. My dreams come through. It's telling me, I don't know who it was, somebody, somebody in my dream was telling me, like, yo, he got a motorcycle. I'm a motorcycle fanatic. And they were just telling me how you were stunting on the motorcycle. And I don't know why the hell I had a dream about you on the motorcycle. So I'm going to have to go back in my book and see what's popping, man. Yo, there's no such thing as coincidence because about the afternoon today I was just speaking with a sister and she was breaking down how she had four dreams about me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mm-hmm. really nobody special. It's just that, you know, I'm just that always in, every, in everybody's ear about their spiritual self. Right. And their divine self. Right. I just yeah. want to touch on two two things. Um, about the light ships. Yeah, there's been countless and countless of viewings of these unidentified flying objects. Right. We know them to be because the people really can't identify them for what they're going to, um, you know, what they are. But we just have to keep the people in, um, make them keep in mind, as above, so below. So whatever is going on in the sky or in the heavens, is happening within you internally first. Mm-hmm. All you're seeing is just confirmation of what's going on. Yes. So when you see conscious groups debating or going at it, you're actually seeing stars and galaxies and black holes frictioning and all those things happening in the heavens. But these things mm-hmm. have to happen because the friction has to go on so that it could basically engulf each other. And start anew. Yes, it's the grand mythos. With the sun gazing, people could look up um, an East Indian brother named HRM. His name is long, but he's known as HRM, and he's basically the Doctor Savior of sun gazing. <laughs> and if you type in HRM on YouTube, um, and he also has a website, he has. Um, it in different increments where you could properly sun gaze and he actually lets you know what happened in every month. He puts it in three month increments. What will happen with your organs, your body and your pineal gland. Your pineal gland will actually start to um get bigger <laughs> or activated like when you was a child. So mm-hmm. sun gazing is a is a serious serious science when you go all over the planet and you see our people with their hands up just like what Christians do because Christian is actually sun science because every major religion that we have today which is Christianity Islam Hebrew, uh, Hebrewism all of them is actually dealing with the sun moon and stars separately in their holy books and then one could combine them to unlock themselves so, you know, the sun gazing by itself, he breaks it down where um, the person could sun gaze every day that you're able to do it, you do it for 10 seconds. And then every day you add on another 10 seconds. So if today you do it, it'd be 10. If tomorrow you do it, it'd be 20. You get busy or whatever, next week you do it, it'd be 30 like that. And right now I'm up to like 44 minutes to like an hour. Right, because I've been doing it for a minute, and the results that I'm seeing is that my hunger goes down. Yeah, it'd be a, uh, when it'd the be sun comes up, when the sun hits the curve of the planet, you start to wake up. 
and then of course your pineal and your hypothalamus and your um your thalamus and your pituitary gland all of that is also um in heightened then will come clarity then also come courage because the sun itself will wipe out any doubt or any unbalance that you may have so what because what part actually is, it's actually balancing the hemispheres of your brain Mm-hmm. If you study um, your body with the Eastern science, it lets you know that there's something called the Ida and the Pingala glands, right? And basically, yeah. there's two serpents at the bottom of your spine that wraps around the Kundalini energy as it goes up and wraps around your spinal column. And they both of them ends at the tip of your nose. So every two hours, your nostrils will open and one will close like every two hours. But the science of breath that Dr. York wrote a book about, where we have to go back to breathing through our nose, because that will actually balance everything out. And the sun gazing will help um, that come into um, balance. So when you read the book, um, Melanin, the Chemical, um, the Key to Black Greatness by Carol Barnes, she explains to you that melanin could withstand 1,225 degrees Fahrenheit and still keep 50% of its properties. So what the hell do these Negroes talk about is too hot outside? <laughs> but you know what? The sun is a purifier. So if you're not mentally, physically, and spiritually balanced and you have toxin in your body, the sun is going to burn you to ashes to actually help you, you know, sweat right. and bring those things out. Right, purify through fire. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm seeing. They, they, they mad uncomfortable based on their toxins, making them that way, getting cooked. And I'm Pretty just much. like, thug it out, homie, and stay hydrated. This is, the, this is the science where you see um, our some ancient civilizations where a lot of us were fully clothed, but then a lot of us was also what people may call today so-called, you know, quote-unquote half-naked, but the science was letting the sun and the moonlight hit your skin in order to balance um, everything out. Because throughout your day, you're balancing the moon energy, and the sun energy, that's the eye and the pingala. That's why your nostrils opening and closing every two hours. This is a sign that's going on because you yourself is the microcosm of the macrocosm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People get things like um, what they call so-called cold chills, which is not really cold chills sometimes during the day and during the week. It's called cold chills because you shake and shiver like if it's a cold chill, but it's actually jolts and spark from your kundalini. Right. The brother Aleem Bay been saying for the longest that the same amount of heat and energy that is in our sun and our solar system is actually at the root of your spine, the kundalini energy. That's why when you research spontaneous combustion, you always see the person's body disappear from the thigh up to the, um, the belly button down. And over 99% of them is Europeans because they don't have the melanin in order to control it and balance it out. Right. Case in point, the heat wave that hit them, where was it at? Spain or France, like two or three years ago. Oh, man. Filled off 30,000 people. 
and it was only 93 degree weather. Come on now. 93. And it's getting hotter every year. People talk about they don't want they don't want the the light. When I was in Prospect Park the other day doing my ritual to bring in the summer solstice, I seen more Europeans in the sun than our people. And I was out there on oh, one yeah. of those little mounds meditating in the sun. And they yeah, look at yeah. me like I'm crazy. Exactly. Even though we kill them, they be up in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they get their yeah, they get their sun ritual on. On. Heavy. I seen this European chick. She had a little meat timer. Ding. She turns around. <laughs> Ding. Oh, she turns around. I'm like, man. I get it in, V. It's the science to them as well. Go figure. You know what I mean? Is there um, any other lines that we got open? I want to get the family in on this conversation. Huh? Yeah, let me. Uh, somebody been with us for a minute. And that's the callers. If callers are on the line, yeah. you want to participate? Uh, yeah. Hey. 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 But it just disappeared. So, right. You know what that is? There's a lot of activities up there right now. Yeah, it's a lot of activity. The helicopters going mad. Man, whoever yeah. lives in Brooklyn. That, yeah, the shit bounced. Yeah. At least from my purview. But it's that movie that um, Asir was talking about, Sunshine, you know, that's a very interesting movie, how he was just like, Sun gazing up there in space. <laughs> yeah, that's a dope movie. Yeah. You know. What's that? Eternal Sunshine? Uh no, it's just Sunshine. Sunshine? Yeah. They was trying to save the sun died and like Australia was frozen. <laughs> so they went to explode a missile in the sun to create a new sun. To start a what? new sun. Wow. Jump start. Very interesting movie. Yeah, I need to see that. You got that on DVD? Um, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, anybody anybody got the skinny on Predators that comes out today? Oh yes, I do, sir. Oh. <laughs> let me give you in. let me give you the the plot of the movie. I haven't seen it yet, but let me give you the plot. Right. How it goes is that there's this planet that the predators bring different beings from from all over the planet. And one of the first groups to get there, only one man survived from that group, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> oh, no, they don't. <laughs> so, you mean more fishes in it? Yes, sir, the more. I'm going to see that tonight. The man who played Othello, the more, and Morpheus. But anywho, another group comes. And this more have to help this other group fight against basically other moors because that's what the predators is. I don't know I what aliens have locks and gold hieroglyphic clips in their hair. Yep. Well, as as Cortez and pirates, we were called the predators because of the way that we prayed, mm-hmm. because we were known 
to have a praying. We we were we were we were praying on these European ships that would come past us, and we would pop up on them in such a manner that they were calling us the predators. And we had dreads, and we had fronts. Right. You know what I mean? Jack Sparrow, Jack Sparrow represent. In the movies, you have to pay attention to the colors and everything that they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then, I wear a band around my waist and make it tied to the left side. Because this is showing mm-hmm. you what the Moors were doing and how they were dressing. Jack Sparrow himself is dressing like a Moor. Anytime you see a band around the waist, that's representing a master. Jack yeah, he, Sparrow, he, yeah. He even had nine eyes painted on his face. Mhm. And one of the clips. Yep. Yeah. One, with one leg down and one leg up, showing the physical world and the spiritual world as above, so below. Yeah. Remember when they rocked the ship, and they went to the right side where it was supposed to be, when it was rocking the ship. Yeah. When it was in the upside down. Yeah. Mhm. But touching on what um, the brother Reptil said about the pirates, most people only know about. Um, the Jolly Roger, the black and white flags. But hardly anybody really know about the red flags that the pirates or privateers or the Moors and females pirates were banging on and using. The mm-hmm. red flag was the most feared from the black one. Because yeah, the red flag yeah. represents no mercy, no quartering, no mm-hmm. talking. When that flag goes up, it is a wrap for you. Yeah, and did you hear the show last week? I was touching on Port Royale. Now, if anybody goes to see the movie, um, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, when it started out, uh, they were on the way to Port. The whole thing took place in Port Royale in the beginning. That's Port Royale, Jamaica. For all of my yardies out there, legal shots. We're talking about a whole part of the island that was for um, pirates. You could even Wikipedia... Pirates of the Caribbean, and then you'll read that in the Wikipedia of it. Mm-hmm. That whole damn movie was um, the whole damn movie was about the Moors and um and, and and our allies and whatnot. Especially the scene where all of the ship captains come together. You got you got the Turks, you got the um, Orientals. You know what I mean from the Orient, which was you know in the Silk the Silk the Silk Road and whatnot. You got the Caspian Sea, the Black, the um, the captain of the Black Sea, the captain of the Caspian Sea. You have Barbara, um, Barbarossa in there. You know what I mean? Like oh. they went all the way in, and Disney did this shit. Yo, Disney's infatuated with more science. <laughs> Disney did. <laughs> Disney did Barry National Bond, Treasure. So, yeah. Yes. Yep. Sorcerer of the Princess is Disney as well. So yep. they just working their magic, of course. Oh yeah. We know Disney, Walt Disney, and Hollywood being the one in which. You know what I'm saying? The magic stick is made out of. So let's be very mindful. We know who's casting the spell. We know who's casting on the children by way yeah. of Disney. And now they're casting it on the parents. Then to even take it further, you got a concert coming up in New York City with your boy, Jay Hover and Eminem. So they too, they went on David Letterman's show. Eminem and Jay-Z spits Renegade on the roof of the damn building. Eminem's last verse of Renegade, irregardless if he knows what he's talking about, it does not matter. He channeled that shit. He became a fucking renegado on the track. Yes. I take the Christian, I'm the holy, but the, I, don't, I don't know the verse like that. But he, he became, because what the renegados were, were Europeans 
who would basically take the oaths of the Moors and take the oaths of the Turks and turn um they they they, they became the scourge of Christendom, and their 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 bounties were even bigger than the bounties that they had on the Moors' head because they were considered the lowest of the low because they crossed their own people. You know what I mean? And all they would do would come at the church. That last verse to Eminem, renegade, he is a fucking renegado because the renegade, the renegado, is the European who, like I said, turned into a pirate against other Christian Europeans. You couldn't be a renegado and be a Christian European. You was only a renegado when you was rolling with the Moors or rolling with the yeah. Turks and holding, that, holding down the fort. I like that. I like that video, homie. Got too bad. I'm sorry. Which one? The latest one that M got. What's he, the name he, of it? It's like, um, I'm not afraid. Is Rihanna in there? shit, huh? That's the one with Rihanna. Cause I ain't see the. I ain't see it. With Eminem? Nah, I don't think he got Rihanna uh, in it. Yeah. They got yeah, folks yeah. should look up those pirates, man, because it'll blow your mind. How the heck did pirates from all the continents and islands, going all the way to Hawaii, how the hell did they have a pirate code amongst each other? No no internet, no next cell Because they had a common enemy. None of that. Right? Exactly. The common enemy was all of the European powers who were looting and robbing the New World. We're talking about... Post-1492, that's the rise of the pirates. Post-1492, prior to 1492, we were patrolling the waters and we were receiving tributes. You feel what I'm saying? And the Europeans were not allowed to sail. They didn't even, they, they, they didn't even have the mass to sail. They thought the world was flat. They could not leave the parameters of Europe. They didn't discover anything. The only one that was making um, headway was the Portuguese by going down with, um, with, with, with Henry the Navigator, going up the coast of Africa because he was trying to circumvent the silk trade because they couldn't march through Africa to um, get into the silk trade. They had to go via uh, the boat, and he was also looking for Prescott. It was, it was a fictitious Christian nation led by, um, led by like, a, he was like an urban legend, Prescott John, I think. Don't, don't, don't quote me on that. I'm going to get you the proper name. You know what I mean? And that, that, comes to, that was Ethiopia, Abyssinia. You know what I'm saying? They found them later on, and they found out that, that that's not who they was looking for because when they found them, that wasn't a nation of Christians that was willing to work with Rome. Right. They was like, get about, like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? Y'all not Christians. You know what I'm saying? So the pirates rose, and they had a common foe, and they also had a common way to eat, and the way they ate, was they would take the ships filled with all of this gold, all of this booty, all of this loot, and they would take it to the to the main um, ports. And they would also capture Christian slaves. Now, it's a, it was a rise of Christian slavery when the Moors were in Spain. You had all kind of accounts of them holding Christian slaves, and they also created the harems where they had hundreds and thousands of concubines, which were European women. They created the amalgamated races of the Moors, who eventually were the ones who helped conquer them, but we'll talk about that on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But when we were pirates, we were taking slaves of the highest caliber. So just like in Pirates of the Caribbean, where you had the dudes from the Royal Army, like, you know what I'm saying, like the top dudes, 
I think even in Pirates of the Caribbean, they captured him and held him as a, have, as a captive and, and was able to trade hostages for him. This is what we were doing. You know what I'm saying? We would capture ships and whatnot, capture hostages, and then demand that they release the, the Moorish warriors that they had trapped inside of Europe, like inside of the prisons, the dungeons in um, Spain, um, Portugal, all over the place. You know what I mean? So it's always been war. Right. Shit ain't never stopped. It's just the motive is stopped. The only time that they were even able to stop what you call piracy and the corsairs and the privateers were, first of all, it happened through treaties, and then when the naval forces got to the to, – to the, when they got their warfare up, you know what I mean, when they stepped it up in the Department of Defense, the first – uh, naval victory that America has on record is the Barbary Wars, which officially put them on the record as being a, a power to reckon with throughout the whole European world. Because before they were just them, um, they were they were just the thirteen colonies. They wasn't even looked at. They were peons. To, they were looked at as peons to peons. The Europeans was like we flushed our toilets, and that's when to that's that's what went to America. We ain't sent our best people over there. You had you had people catching bids, and they would be like, "Yo, you could do your bid in a dungeon, or you could serve out your bid in a colony in America." They was like, "Give me the dungeon, and give me death." You know what I mean? Because they didn't want to come over here with the so-called savages and whatnot, because the so-called Indian tribes picked up their hatchet out here, and they was taking heads right off the boat. Day one, people could see that documented in the book um, Black Indians by William Loring Katz. They could also watch the documentary called John Adams. Mm-hmm. And in that HBO, right? Yep. And in that documentary, yeah, that it showed how they, a majority of the people that live on those eastern colonies, they never even been outside of it, but they don't go into why. And then in one episode, one part of that documentary, they showed John Adams. In the Congress, and behind him, you see a red banner and you see a green banner. Mm-hmm. Like, who's that? <laughs> Where they get those yep. colors They from? could not venture forth. People become people. We 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 who haven't been taught correct history erroneously think. And I I also was one who thought like this until I corrected my history. We tend to think that the Europeans just came over here. And because they're Europeans, in the uneducated's mind, they are God. You know what I mean? You call him the white man, you're calling him God. So in your mind, you see him as a God. You pray to his God. You've been conquered by his God, so he's God. So when you hear the story, many people just assume that they came over here as the gods that you see they, that you think they are, and they just took over. People just bowed down. The Indians gave them um, food. They gave them blankets with smallpox, killed them off, took the land, and then that's the end of the story. And it went everything but like that. First of all, you had the French and you had Spain. Those are your main two culprits who were truly over here doing, putting in work in the name of the cross. Now, Spain was really more focused with South America with, with all of that gold that was over there and all of those natural resources that they were pillaging from the people. The French were, was, was real heavy where you would find fur trading and things of that nature. They set up um, Detroit. They set up St. Louis. They set up Minnesota. They set up parts in Canada. 
and they were known as the fur traders. So they were allowed by the natives to trade in furs and things of that nature. And they were also bringing over goods from their country to trade in, 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 you know, in return for the furs and things that they were catching. So the 13 colonies at the same time really wasn't a – they didn't have any power. You know what I mean? They were just basically settlements. And any time they had to venture outside of those colonies, they had to ask permission from the so-called native tribes to venture forth because they were, they were filled. The whole Americas, all of the Americas were filled with hostile tribes that picked up the hatchet and were taking heads. So in mind of all of this, the million-dollar question is, what, 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 so when were they doing slavery? How did they have time to enslave people when they couldn't even venture outside their colonies? Against the so-called time to one of these niggas. So you mean to tell me that they had tens of millions of, you know, seven-foot, six-foot-tall Mandingo warriors, soldiers and whatnot, you know what I mean, just on, on plantations and, and keeping them in line with a whip? <laughs> you have to ask yourself this million-dollar question. All the way up into the 1700s, you have on record these Caucasians having sit-down powwows with the Indians, signing treaties, asking their permission. Well, later on down the line, as they began to gain power, they started styling on them. But earlier in the game, they're asking them permission to do all kind of things, to move around, to hunt certain places, to set up certain um, um, forts and whatnot to protect themselves because the French was banging on the um, British and the British was banging on Spain and Spain was banging on France. They were still, everywhere that they go, they're always at war with each other. So they were over here pillaging the land, going to war with each other at the same time, utilizing different Indian tribes to go against each other with certain things like, you know, rum. They started giving them rum, putting them on a rum. You know what I'm saying? They started giving them guns. You know what I mean? They started giving them religion and culture, the European culture, and this is what weakened the tribes. That's why 7-Eleven is so important, going back to what Brother Ampu was saying. Spain and Portugal was on the forefront of some of these things because they was using Moorish science to defeat the Moors. If you study when these people went to war with us is is specific astrological days, <laughs> mm-hmm. just like today. That's why election is always on a Tuesday, and inauguration, which right. means to come into the light, is always on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So if people don't understand astrological events, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Seven days um, in a week, seven days in a year, like Nobujir Ali said, Seven Elohims, the word month comes from the word moon. Every single bill that you have in your home is always on a 30-month cycle, which is actually on a moon cycle. That's why they always tell you it takes 30 days for you to cancel some accounts. Like everything is, is astro- um, doing with astrology. So if, you know, if people got to wise up or get ran over. Yes, sir. All you're doing is just denying yourself and denying your own science. Yep. Like, uh, I'm, I was born in the Caribbean, in Jamaica. And from day one, when these pale Europeans and mulattoes came to the Caribbean and came in Jamaica, the Caribbean people was banging on them from day one. I know they was. What they called the, the Maroons. 
And the Maroons, when you research it, were in West Africa, the Caribbean, South, Central, South America, and all the way in Canada. And this was before the slave trade. So a Maroon was any more who rebelled against the European power. And one of the famous ones was one was a matriarch of Jamaica called Granny Nanny. Granny mm-hmm. Nanny used to wear red or blue turbans, just like we see red and blue in the in Haiti, or the soft fez on the Haiti um, coat of arms. Mm-hmm. She was leading the way for soldiers to bang on the Europeans, and there's nothing that they could do. That's why they had maroon treaties. So how did so-called savages now able to do with civics and government and export and import? Because when the Haitians, when the Haitians beat the French, they were dealing with import and export, the Caribbeans and over in the East. Mm-hmm. But people don't know that side of the that story. That's the trade routes. We were always merchants. Mm-hmm. It, and don't, I, and it, it don't stop. That's why to this day, I'm, I don't mean to cut you. Mm-hmm. All of our, most of our people, even on the on the on the um, on the so-called underworld side. We are all merchants. We're dealing with merchants. We're dealing with trade. We're dealing with selling, buying, and selling. You know what I mean? It's in our blood. It's in our lineage. This is what we did. We would travel the seven seas with goods. And we would set up trade with other people and other nations and other cultures. We would intermarry and mix with them, and that, that, that way we would form new strains of people. Like last week, on, Silk Road. last week on Facebook, I put a link up that showed, I think I, what I put in, I said, I said more, Moorish Commerce or Moorish Trade. Type that into Google, and Google has a timeline about Moorish Trade and Moorish Commerce. <laughs> Why the heck does Google have a timeline from the B.C. period up to this day about mm-hmm. Moorish Traders? Right now to this day, they have documented about Moorish Traders. That's what they call Africans in parts of Africa. To this mm-hmm. day. Go to the with, Sahara. Yeah, and with Granny Nanny. Granny Nanny was buried in one of the most famous places in Jamaica. And the place that she was buried was called Moortown. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the math with that. Wow. Yep. Crazy. They, have you studied Port Royal, um, Morris? Um, the bits Morris and Brooklyn? pieces. Yeah, the bits and pieces that I got from Port Royal. Um, like you're talking about the keywords, the code words. I did not come into Morris history or a good wealth of history until I started researching Mohammedans. Yes. Ahmeds. Muslim, Muslims, Muslims in pre-Columbian history or Muslims in the Caribbean, those keywords is what they have a lot of wealth in our history under. If you try to research black history, it will only go so far. If you try to research African-American history, it will only go so, so far. If you try to research mm-hmm. African history, it will only go so, so far. So these other keywords now, will actually unlock certain things. The word more itself will unlock global history. So with Port Royal, that was one of the most great and famous ports because that was that's a spot where allegedly they said that they harbored 
so-called pirates. And there was yeah. a lot of trade um, going on um, around those parts. And the thing that there wasn't really harboring pirates is just that the pirates was just in agreement with the original people there who was against the European powers. Exactly. They were actually holding it down like a security force. Yep. Did it? I, I believe it sunk in an earthquake. Or was it destroyed? Yeah. Um, I heard something about it. I think it was just like a little flooding or something like that. No doubt. But it's a very prominent, uh, prominent place. And the energy is circulating in the Caribbean because there's a there's an article that I could send to you guys. In December of 2009, these scientists found by satellite that under, underneath the floor of the Caribbean, that means all the islands that make a crescent shape, mm-hmm. I'll say it again, that make a crescent shape around South America, along the underneath all those islands by satellite, they said that they have seen roads, yeah. pyramids, Temples and pillars of building. Wow. And it's also it's also untold amounts of oil that was discovered under Jamaica as well as Haiti. Now, man, Trini's got it. So it's only indicative that wherever you find these great civilizations, that once stood, you're gonna find oil. Go hand in hand. Right, and the thing that we didn't we didn't exploit it. There was always a balance with us. Yeah. Another thing people could look into is um is the oral prophecies or the oral statements of Nubuji Ali. Because in this day and time, a lot of those prophecies are actually coming, coming true. true and coming to light. Yes, sir. We're almost amazing. Everything from the war to What's going on now with the hurricane, oil spill, everything, the election. This man in the 1920s predicted Obama getting into office, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's another thing to keep you sharp on, on what's going on. Overall, like Ampu said, we just need to come together, man. We all have the keys. The shamans could do the spiritual work for, for the soldiers when they go out. Those who work with gems and crystals could give... The soldier, those tiger eyes and different stones to wear when they go into battle. You know what I'm saying? The astrologers could tell them what, what specific day to strike. Those that make clothing could give them the proper clothing to wear. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have all the, the keys and answers that we need to need. We just need to, you know, implement them. No doubt. Yeah. Dudes just got to be about it. You know what I mean? There's nothing to do it but to do it. There's nothing holding us back. You know what I mean? From the looks of things, and and I'm, I'm examining it with a with a fine tooth comb. I'm combing through this shit, and there's truly nothing holding us back from beginning to move as one, to move as a force to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? The only thing is the call hasn't been truly made. That's why we're gonna demonstrate and we're gonna inaugurate with these events. To set this thing for mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And then we're going to allow it to do what it does You know what I mean But we're putting the father on his throne And we're going to let him blow that trumpet And all who can hear All who heeds the call 
calling, step forth and bring yourself forward. And for those who don't heed the calling, then it was not for you. It's all good. Nobody's going to hold it against you. You know what I mean? Just don't get in the way. Just do not. Whatever you do, you feel what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever you know, whatever entity you're talking to, please don't let him convince your ass to get in the way. You know what I mean? And that's it. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we're going to actualize and we're going to begin to give birth to the many, the many visions that the ancestors put forth for us to bring forth because we have to still remember that our great ones, our prophets wrote about us. They wrote us into the future. They wrote about this time. They wrote us into this shit. We are, we are the manifestation of Marcus Garvey, of Noble Drew Ali, of Elijah's writing. Do you understand? It's all in the, it's all in their writings. It's all right there. This whole nation that we're working on building, this whole movement that we are putting together and that we are part of, it's already been written about. You know what I mean? They pinned that already. They put that out there. So it's only right to step into the shoes. All right, because they're doing their rituals and work. we got to do ours. The day before, the okay, the soccer World Cup starts from the seven, from 6-11 to 7-11. Who yeah. the heck came up with that schedule? The day before it started, Nelson Mandela's granddaughter was allegedly in a drunken driving accident, and she was, what, 13 years old? 13, yeah. Got sacrificed, and it's yep. also, And where is the event again? Like <laughs> South Africa. Oh. And remember, it's something about these these uh, fatalities in the beginning of these so-called global events. Because if you go back to Winter Olympics, the first day of the whole Olympics, there was a fatality with the lunge racers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Olympics started you had, at 8, 8 p.m. 08 at 8 seconds. Yeah. Bringing in the dragon, the dragon energy, and the last mummy movie was about the dragon emperor. And in yeah. the age, in the Asian um, zodiac, uh, 2012 is the year of the dragon. Uh, and now we have Drew Hill coming back out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like I don't know y'all could put it together. I'm just seeing it. I'm like okay, that's interesting. Yeah, man. Signs and symbols is everywhere, man. It surely is. The universe is going to use the European. Is going to use music, movies, rock and roll, everything for you to see who you are and how you connect with everything. Yeah, all the outlets that, you know, that you, that have, you know, your your interests, that you pay attention to, you'll get your lesson through those outlets. You know what I mean? It's not a crime. You know what I'm saying? So if you're heavily into the music, listen closely and watch. See what's going on. You know what I'm saying? See who's talking that real talk. If you... If you a blockbuster kind of person, Netflix, you always in the crib watching movies, scan through those movies for them symbols. It could have been a movie that was made 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It's about you picking up the information because you're ready to receive it. Right. 
And that's how the universe works. The universe works based on what you know and your experience. People in the Western Hemisphere, if they had a near-death experience, they say that they'll see they saw Jesus. People on the East, they see that they've seen Krishna or Vishnu. Yes. Based on your experience, that's how the universe um, speaks to you. So you only have to um, pay attention. Yep, early. Definitely, definitely. We're in some real, real interesting time, man. Everything is divine plan, no matter how crazy it is. No matter how grim it may be, when it all's unfold, we're going to be like, damn. Yep, the intricate web. Yep. And it can't be slowed down and it can't be speed up. They can only distract you from you not connecting on with it. But guess what? How the universe works is since we're not in balance right now, bringing everything into balance... It's going to do the work and, and do the spanking. We just got to make sure that we line up and that we're in line. Yeah, and Pooh, you there? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm here. All right, we got four minutes left on the show. We're going to make this a short show tonight. So um, for all the brothers, how, how, do we got a lot of people on the lines with their hands up? No, uh, where we at? Where we at? One, two. I got like four people. All right, take one more. For the night, and then we're gonna call it a wrap. Cause we gotta, I gotta get ready for this Sunday show. Uh, Morris Intelligence, I, I assume that you will definitely be here front and center on Sunday to add on to the conversation. We are gonna do the Seven Eleven show to inaugurate that day into history and to deliver this uh, this historic day to our people. This 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 powerful lesson. I will try my very best, brother, to be here. Indeed, no doubt. Yeah. All right, that pool. Um, if yeah, you could open line. up that yeah, line, open the yeah, line up, um, two o two, yeah, two o two, five seven five. Peace, peace, guys. I'm actually just listening. Peace. Great show. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right. Yes, feminine energy. If I have ancient consciousness, make sure y'all support that fund. And uh, all day, yeah. You know. Yeah, got, um, got one more. Nine seven three. Yeah. Nine seven three, you on? Yeah, peace, peace. Nine, yeah. Peace. Mr. Nether Happy. Mr. Nether Happy. Uh no, nah, I I was trying to um I was listening in. Good show. I was um I watched it today. I actually watched the uh The Predator. Okay. It's, it's real good, real good movie, very good movie. Um no, nah, the Predators are actually a hybrid race. They are a combination of the uh, the insect the insectoids in Andromeda and Lyra, and they are a combination of the uh, the Asir the Asahu Orion or Sahu Syrians, uh, uh, the god Asar who was a geneticist would collect different species from different constellations and he would genetically fuse them together. So that's okay. you get hybrid. So the 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 uh, predators are part insect, part reptilian, and part uh, uh, Assyrians. That's what they okay. are. They're a hybrid race. 
Excellent. Yeah. That's where you get that from. Just to let you know. Check that out. Yes, yeah, sir. that's what they are. That's why they had insect faces with the with the with the scaly arms and the scaly bodies. They was reptilian and they move a lot like insects. Their uh-huh. movement is very like insectoids. You know what I'm saying? That's the but yet they had the they had the the dreads, which is which which is from the Syrian constellation. Okay. Yeah, they were genetically bred. They were genetically engineered. They were flight. No yeah, exactly. That's what they are. Spliced. Spliced. All right. Good looking, yeah. God. Yes, definitely, Lord. No doubt. Uh, Brother Ampu, you got any last parting yes, uh, words for the family? Um, no, you know, just uh, check that class off from top in the chat. We got the astrology class popping off. Um, just go to the website, ampuastrology.com. Click uh, sign up for that class. Like I said, me and the Red Pill doing a lecture the 19th, National Black Theater, 6 o'clock sharp, like military sharp. We're going to be there. Yeah. We got it from maybe like 6 to 9, 3 hours. We're going to be rocking. You know, that's on the Monday. You know what I mean? If you got to take off from the plantation or get there, do what you got to do, you know, uh, we definitely be in the building, man, and that's it, man. Everybody power up and go to OnPoolAstrology.com to look at the time frames to go in, put your collective thoughts on that, and I'm telling you, focus on shutting this damn reserve down, man, because that's why they called the reserve. They wanted to reserve a certain amount of their energy to last through this particular time, and how you know it's this time is because, again, that's why they demoted Pluto, some serious, serious, serious Pluto energy that's on their ass that's making them die. You know what I mean? Pluto's death and transformation, Scorpio power, man. So understand the angle of the square, the Aquarian age, man, and just keep abreast, you know? No keep doubt. Abreast. Put that Early. word in. All right. So Sunday, uh, I'm assuming 9 p.m. sharp. Join us for this special show on 7-Eleven. We're going to go in. You know what I mean? We're going to give you all that information. I'm going to have some malls with me. Some well researched, you know what I mean? Fact finding more, and we're going to dig in on that history and open up some portals for the people. And also join us Tuesday in New York, National Black Theater. We got Brother Polite going in on week two of his three week session. This one, I believe, is holding their God accountable, all right? So that'll be another historic one for the family in the tri state area. Please come through and show the support, you know what I'm saying? We're doing this for y'all. All right, so until then, until Sunday, I bid y'all peace. I bid y'all love and light. You know what I mean? Travel safe. Do your damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. Peace. No doubt, peace, man.